everyone, my name is Kim McLaughlin and I am a shamanic practitioner living and practicing in North Ayrshire, Scotland. And today I wanted to talk a little bit about the concept of body sovereignty. This is around boundaries. And what I find, and I found this also, this was what I went through, but when we first come to the world of spirituality, so perhaps there's someone who was experiencing a very intense spiritual awakening, they've been to a ceremony for the first time, or they are having visions or whatever it is. It's common that when the spirits first start communicating with us, we are just bowled over by it, right? So we go from just living our ordinary lives to the next night, we're having dreams about the spirits coming and talking to us. And you know, we are overwhelmed with spiritual Um, and so spiritual inspiration and we are called to write down these spiritual thoughts or these spiritual messages or maybe we are what they call here in Scotland a spiritualist so somebody who is gifted and able to speak with those who have passed over into the other world so the dead and suddenly everywhere they look they're seeing spirits and ghosts and you know spirits and ghosts are talking to them it can get overwhelming. Usually it's experiences like this that will bring someone to spirituality and to wanting to better understand. It's not uncommon, I think, for people in the beginning when they're in the midst of that awakening to get really obsessed with spirituality or to have the idea that whatever the spirits say we should be doing, we have to do. We always have to follow that. Now, don't get me wrong, the the call to spirituality can be powerful. And should we or shouldn't we follow it? Obviously, that's going to be up to the individual. It's often very difficult if we choose not to follow it, then that can have its own issues that come along with it. But if we do choose to follow the calling, and we do choose to live a very spiritual life where we are maybe actively in communication and working with the spirits, then it's very important, I believe, that we still maintain our strong boundaries, not only in our everyday life, but strong spiritual boundaries, even with the spirits who choose to work with us. Because it is a two-way street when we choose to work with the spirits. And as much as they choose us, we also have to make a decision in our lives of, are we going to work with them? Are we going to facilitate the healing that they maybe want to bring to the community? And how is that going to affect our lives and impact our relationships? And what will be our own boundaries within that relationship? When we walk a spiritual path and we're doing healing work, then I do believe that it's important to remember that those spirits are co-creators, right? The spirits are coming, they're saying, right, we have this work that we want to do with the community and we have chosen you to be the one to facilitate that work. That doesn't mean that we have to. We can all say no, right? Um, and it doesn't mean that we have to under every circumstance. We don't have to do everything that we're being requested to do. In my experience, I have found that there are times where the spirits don't always really understand the realities of the lives that we lead 
when we live in this plane. You know, we have to pay mortgage. We have to pay rent. We have to put the kids to bed. We have to perhaps work a full-time job. Whatever your responsibilities are, whatever my responsibilities are, and I'm grateful for them, there are times where I have to say to the spirits, look, I want to do this work with you. I want to facilitate this work. And I'm grateful that you want to do this with me, that you've chosen me. I mean, God knows why, but you have. But if I'm going to do this work, I need you to help me, right? I'm a single mother. I can't just go quit my day job so I can be doing soul retrievals all day. There are practical things within our lives that we have to be accountable to. And it's important to be able to say to our spirit guides, either look, I need help. I need you to help me make this work. I need you to help me, you know, perhaps bring more finance into my life so that I can do this work for you. Or I need you to help me understand my own healing and my relationships better, again, so that I can do this work for you and live a happy life, right? Be able to embrace joy in my life not have to give of all of my own energy and deplete myself in order to do this work. So that's one example of having body sovereignty. And it's not so much body sovereignty, that's just more of really, I think for me, it's about having my own agency within my life. I will choose if I want to do this work. I will be the last say and how much of this work I'm going to do and to what degree I want to to work with my spirits. Now, the spirits don't always accept that, you know, and they'll, they'll sometimes, they'll, well, sometimes they'll always challenge me. But I love my life. I really do. I'm having a great time in this life. I am so grateful to have been given this life. And when I first came to this work, I remember I, I resisted it for a full decade. And I resisted it because I had already been walking this path. I had seen lots of other people who, who do this work, particularly in the indigenous community in, in Southern Ontario. And it was, you know, I saw it was, it's no cakewalk. I mean, it's, it's difficult. And I believed in the spirits wholeheartedly. I already worked with the spirits in, in, with my own healing. And I thought to myself, oh, work enough in the spirit world when I'm dead, right? Why do I have to do that in this life? In this life, I want to have a good time. I want to just enjoy the living people around me. I want to enjoy, enjoy the sensation of living and all of the incredible gifts that we are given, the full range of emotion, the, the, the grief, the angst, the the laughter and the the happiness you know the ability to be friends with people and to explore those relationships the ability to fall in love with people and explore those relationships the ability to love a child and to to raise them these are all these incredible gifts that were given in this life so i wasn't too keen to give up my time to be working in the spirit world when I wholeheartedly believe that when I pass that I will go back home. I will go into the spirit world. I can hang out with the spirits all day at that point. So I put boundaries around it for the first 10 years. I don't suppose it did serve me very well because I always felt very disjointed. 
And I always felt very torn about wanting to do the work, feeling the urge to answer that call, but also not wanting to, just wanting to live my life. And so when I finally came to the work, I did it on my terms. I really did. And the spirits, God love them, thank God, were willing to work with me on, in, in that way. So that for me was how I exercised agency in my own life, even when I was being asked to do something by the spirits, something that put me off of the path I had been on and, and really transformed my life, um, created a lot of challenges, there's, there's no doubt, but has also been rewarding. It's, it's been an interesting path. It's been a rewarding path. At times, it's an absolutely heart-stoppingly, strikingly beautiful path to be on. But there's another thing to do with body sovereignty. And this is actually, this is truly where I came up with the phrase. And it has to do with merging. It has to do with when we have stepped into the spiritual work and we're working as healers within our community or our family or however we're doing that. The spirits that we work with, do we work with every spirit? Well, my teachings are that no, we certainly do not work with every spirit that comes our way. We do not open ourselves up completely, just haphazardly to the spirit world. I was taught that's a relatively dangerous thing to do. You may have different teachings and of course you go with your teachings, right? But when we do start working with the spirits, um, often we will to a degree bring those spirits into our bodies. And for me, this refers to working with very trusted spirits who I have long-term relationships with. And so in the core shamanism world, we call it merging. So we will often merge into our spirit guides or allow our spirit guides to merge into us, depending on which side of the veil the ceremony is happening or the healing work is happening. So when I'm working in the spirit world, it's then easy for me to shapeshift into one of my spirit guides, you know, so a bird so I can fly quicker and travel quicker, perhaps a squirrel so I can climb a tree quicker. I mean, whatever, right? It depends on the kind of spirits you work with and how you experience them in the spirit world. But Bringing spirits into this world, that is a very, very different thing. That is ceremony. And it takes years to learn how to do ceremony. I don't do, I do one-on-one -on -one healing ceremony with a lot of people, of course. But I don't do a lot of group ceremonies quite yet. Um, I'm learning. The spirits are teaching me. And, uh, you know, I guess I'm in, what, year six of being taught that. And, and it's still not something that I feel fully ready to do on a certain level. And so why is that? It's because I have to be very careful with the spirits that I allow to interact with my body in this world. And because I'm only working with trusted spirits, part of the arrangement that we have is that sure, if I'm in this world and, and my spirits come into the room and I want to merge with my spirits or they, one of my spirits wants to merge with me, perhaps I'm doing some very intense extraction work and so on with extraction work, I tend to stay merged with one of my guides because it reinforces my power. So in that moment, that spirit is within me. I have brought it into my body. Um, now, I have not left my body. This is not a case of possession, and it's not a case of full-on channeling where we depart. This is, I am sharing my body, in this case, with the spirit guide. 
So it's very important that my spirit guide respects my body sovereignty. And when I say, right, it's time for you to get out, right? It does. That that spirit will depart. And this is because I I have declared sovereignty over my own body vis-a-vis my spirit guides and the spirit world. Nobody comes into my body in this way um, spiritually unless I'm okay with that. And then I have to fully trust that the spirit respects my sovereignty. And the second I'm tired, or the second I say, okay, we're done here, I can exhale that spirit out. And so this is what I mean by body sovereignty. And I was seeing a client a few weeks ago. And this is a, a wonderfully gifted client. I mean, all my clients are gifted. And he's, he's a wonderful writer. And he talked about how uh, he would be overcome with the inspiration to write, you know, to the point that he would have to pull the car over in the side of the road to get the, the words out. And, you know, if I've got spiritual listeners, I'm sure some of you have had that experience where you're just overcome with the inspiration and that need to express it, you know, whether you're painting or sculpting or writing. And when he and I were talking and, and we started to get into this idea of, of sovereignty, of, of maintaining our own agency, even when we do spiritual work and we're working with the spirits. And he said, well, I didn't realize that you could sort of make that call. I kind of thought that, you know, when I'm overcome with the inspiration, I have to do it right then and there. And I mean, maybe he does. I don't know. I, I don't know his journey. But, but he said to me, he goes, it didn't occur to me that I can actually work with my spirits to start to maybe have a little bit more, I hate to use the word control in a, in a, a spiritual setting, because I'm sure if I say control half, you guys are going to shake your head and be like, oh yeah, good luck, right? Which is true. But, but we can work with our spirits to say, look, here's what I have going on. Perhaps you guys, when I am driving down the motorway or the highway, if you're in North America, maybe you could help me if you're going to inspire me in those moments to keep that in my mind so that I don't have to pull over and I can wait till I'm home safely and at my desk to, to, to write that down. But we can, we can negotiate with our spirits in order to create a practice that is not only empowering the work that they wish to bring to our clients, but is not taking away from our lives. Right? So we are co-creators. We have to work together. And it has to suit both. Obviously, when we do healing work, there is going to be a level of sacrifice. They don't call shamanic practitioners the wounded healers for nothing. But at the same time, it is up to us to be our own advocates within the healing the healing world with the spirit world and it is up to us to work with our guides and to work through what this practice will look like and the best way for us to bring the healing that our spirits want to bring into this world to the world so that's my talk on body sovereignty and really just how do we maintain our agency when we're doing healing work and working with the spirits I know that other people may have very different opinions on this. That's part of the beauty of spiritual work is that we do all have different experiences. 
and we come from different cultural and religious and spiritual backgrounds and we all have our teachings but for me you know those are what i have been taught both in the communities where i was taught my spirituality as well as what my spirits have taught me and i suppose that a little of it comes from just my own innate stubbornness and uh you know, my own power and, and my own desire to have agency in my life. And how do I balance that with the spirits calling me to do the work that they want me to do? And this is one way that I have, at least for now, found that balance. So I hope that if this is something that you struggle with, you'll be able to find that balance too. And, uh, you know, I would encourage you to keep working with your teachers whether they be in this world or whether they be in the other world and to bring this up to them you don't ask you don't get and uh, what I have found is when I do bring up some of these very it's almost mundane concerns when you you think about it you know prosaic concerns uh, I would think that they would think it's prosaic but for me it's not prosaic it's my life when I bring up these concerns to them they have answers they do teach me in these ways so sometimes it's good to have a little courage to to work with our spirits on that level so i do hope this ha this helps you and uh, if you have any questions on spirituality or uh, healing work you can feel free to email me at cedarlighthealing at gmail.com i would love to hear from you and i do love answering questions thanks so much everyone have a great day